Greetings, and welcome to another episode of the All You Can Geek Gamecast, number 567. We are here today without Jim, uh, unfortunately. He is still, and if you listen to the moviecast, still working on his network. So, good luck, Jim. We wish you the best, and hopefully awesome you don't um, get swept away in the networking yeah. drama that is there. But with me today is Tony Korkanakis. Yo! Mike Snitty. What's up? And myself, Corey Feinstein, your host. We have a bunch of news. There was the DC fandom, which they talked briefly about video games that we've already heard about, but we'll discuss it some more and see how that goes. But let's get into what we've been up to uh, with gaming-wise. Um, Mike, what have you been playing? Well, something bad has happened. Uh-oh. <laughs> um... I have started to play, and I actually beat the campaign of Marvel's Avengers on Game Pass. Oh, no. Yeah. That's um, so horrible, dude. What the heck? It is horrible. Why? Um, because cause I kind of like it a little bit. No way. But and the worst part <laughs> is it's on fucking Xbox, and I'm like playing the game. Like, oh, it would be real cool if it was like a character I really liked here. Too bad. Too fucking bad. So you're saying Spider-Man's not going to be on Xbox. (laughs) Is he even on PlayStation yet? No, not yet. No, it's it's supposed to... I'm assuming it's their first paid expansion because all the other ones were free. Which, don't give them credit for because everything is so predatory in this game at this point. Especially since they went on Game Pass. They, They instituted, like, XP boosts, which they said they wouldn't do explicitly. So... Now that they have a bunch of new eyes that for free, basically, in their game, in and on their game, they've added this pay-to-win bullshit. Um, so yeah, but um, basically, it was there. Me and my friend was on a whim. We're like, oh, let's just play it. And then I did some tutorial mission with Iron Man. I'm like, oh goddamn it, this isn't this isn't bad. <laughs> so like, I kept going. I played through the campaign, um, and the campaign uh, is. Pretty good, actually, in that game. It's not, like, great or anything, and it starts off very slow, but it um, it captures your attention. I'm surprised mostly by the environments, because one of the criticisms of the, of the game, and it's, I think more for all the other missions, is that everything is very generic and, like, copy-pasted and just go into a lab, stand somewhere. But in the actual campaign, there's specific areas that are quite interesting to explore really you get a little bit of that same vibe that you would get in like uh mass effect really because you're in a ship a lot a a central hub where you things sort of change as the story goes on and you can visit with other characters see if they have new dialogue and stuff like that there's little nooks and crannies in the rules to explore some easter eggs so it, it was actually better than i thought it would be as just visually and exploration wise um the gameplay itself is okay, but unfortunately all the best moves are hidden behind a lot of progression. Um, but the, the characters are distinct so far, um, and they feel fun to play. Yeah, I, I mean, I did the campaign in, I would say, about like 15 hours, which is funny because it still starts very slow, I feel. But um, you get to like uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. She, you, you play as her the most early in the game um 
And it was solid, so now I'm playing it some more. And we'll see if I want to do all the expansion missions. I did the main quest, but then there's the um, Hawkeye 1, Hawkeye 2 <laughs> expansions. I can't believe <laughs> they like decided like the first two DLC characters. Like, yeah, Hawkeye. I don't, I don't know why exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, Black Panther with one, which I'm looking forward to. I'm gonna try to do. Wait, is that order. is that one still not out yet? Black Panther is out, yeah. Oh, okay. Black Panther is fully in the game. Um, yeah, what also bugs me a little bit, though, too, as far as characters missing is the Hawkeye one takes place in the future wastelands of, like, Old Man Logan. Hmm. Like, why Why would you do that? Why would you... Eh, whatever. Maybe maybe Wolverine someday, if this game has survived another year or two, will show up in this game. He's not linked to Sony or anything, but... So yeah, unfortunately, I'm kind of into this yeah. game now, <laughs> and yeah. and it, it is frustrating. I'm like, I'm and that's what they wanted. Both, that's why they put on Game Pass. <laughs> as someone who has both systems, I thought, oh, I don't care if something's exclusive anymore. But they found a way to fuck me here, and they did it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it, it almost it. I'm begrudgingly like say the game is okay because, it, again, it's so predatory the way they have it set up right now. It's annoying. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's what yeah. that's what free to play is these days. So. It's not even free to play. It is free to play for you. Well, yeah, but not really. You still got to pay for it. Yeah. It's not supposed to be. If you bought, if I bought it, if it was truly free to play, then I would have just done it on the PlayStation for free. Yeah, yeah that's fair. But, um, and that also, and this is another problem. I went back and forth into story-based games. I finished. Um, the main campaign of Lost Judgment. Um, and it was a typical Yakuza bombastic, like, you have to play for two hours straight finale. Um, it was fun and good, but I have so many side activities in the entire school storyline, so much more to do that I didn't do. I put 45 hours in the game, beat the main story, and a few side quests and a few school missions, but there's large activities that I haven't even touched yet in the game which is interesting. I don't know if it's structured the best because I feel like a lot of people said that some of the school stories has some of the best parts in the game. There's some more varied stuff. There's like a, a battle boss thing you do. There's boxing mini game, like skateboarding. I haven't done any of that. I started the like robot one just recently and I feel like I spent a lot of time on that. So I'll go back and try to clear that out, but um. Not try to clear that out. I want to actually see the varied stuff that makes the Yakuza games Yakuza games or Judgment. Right. Um, but yeah, I beat the story. The story was solid. I don't know if it's as compelling to me as the um, the first Judgment, but it was good. Um, ended kind of predictably to me. After a while, you knew there was only about one way this would go, but it's solid. And so now I have like, post-game stuff for two games to play. And I don't know exactly which I'm going to prioritize. I'll probably bounce back and forth a little bit, but... Um, that's, that's I mean, it's better than having nothing to play, so... No, I, I mean, it's definitely... It's a it's beyond-the-first-world problem, but mm -hmm. I am still frustrated with Avengers for getting me. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Tony? What have you been up to? Uh, in honor of... Um... Spooktober and continuing off of Metroid Dread, uh, I 
picked up Alien Isolation uh, since mm-hmm. Epic Games has uh, yeah. given that to me uh, so generously at some point in time. I was like, you know what? I think it's time. Because uh, I've heard great things about it since it came out in, like I think, 2014 or whatever like that. I don't know if that, it's that old. I think it's... Well, it could be. I don't, it's crazy. It's been a while, for sure. Yeah, but um, it, it's good. Um, it definitely feels like Metroid in the sense that, like, you get tools that unlock areas that you, you may have passed before and stuff like that. Um, this one, it's obviously, like, a monster movie, like a, you know, unstoppable creature kind of thing. Right. And those sequences are intense. Like, the first time you see it, spoiler, you see the alien, uh, you're like, fuck me. Like, absolutely fuck me. Like, don't come over this way and stuff like that. Um, and I tried it on hard difficulty. So... That used to be the hardest difficulty until, like, a year later after the release, they introduced Nightmare difficulty. Hmm. Um, but I was like, no, nah, for first playthrough. And, like, for hard, they're like, this is the recommended developer way to, pl- like, difficulty to play the game. I'm like, okay, like, I'll, I'll, tr- I'll try this out and see what it's like. And this is actually what started to get me frustrated at the game. Um because there are two sides to it. Like, a lot of it's obviously exploration, puzzle-based. Not, not puzzles, but, like, figuring out, you know, how to how to get to the next area. Not, like, Zelda puzzles or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are human enemies because you're stuck on a colony, abandoned colony or outpost, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, obviously, you know, like any post-apocalyptic scenario, uh, humans are the real monsters. Uh, so no, you always got to be careful of that. But when you get to the alien, the xenomorph... <clears throat> I'm conflicted, especially on this difficulty, because it is intense in that you're like, oh shit, like, I need to be careful what I'm doing because uh, it'll hear you, it'll hear you doing things, and it'll come, like, investigate and stuff like that. But the thing is, with what I found to be uh, frustrating was that they didn't give you enough time to do something. Like, let's say uh, I got to a new area, and there was, like, something I need to figure out how to, to get to the next area. Like, um... One of the cool things is they give you, like, that beep radar thing that you see in Alien and mm-hmm. Aliens, like the motion detector. Yeah. So it'll, you'll, you'll hear it, like, tick, and that's, like, to alert you that, like, hey, the Alien's probably coming back in this area. You might want to look at it and figure it out and stuff like that. So, like, I'll spend a minute trying to, like, figure out, like, oh, I need to go get this key card to put it over here to access, you know, whatever, and stuff like that. But it's, like, super frustrating because, like, if the Alien catches you, almost always, it's an instant death. So it's like, you'll be doing something, and then, you know, you hear him, so you're like, okay, I gotta hide, or something like that. But if you didn't hide quick enough, or if he just felt extra curious, or something like that, like, apparently he can hear you breathing, or something like that, or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, he can catch you, and you just die. So it's like, fuck me. Like, alright, so I gotta start this whole sequence again, and it's like, well, I know what to do for the first two-thirds of this area, is just that last third, and you're just like... Okay, alien, like, I know you gotta prowl around for two minutes before you fuck off again, and then I get one minute to, like, do the gameplay thing. So that that frustrated me after, like, two times of that, like, two different areas. I was like, I'm bumping this down, because it's not necessarily, like, it's too hard, it's it's just I'm too impatient for this right now, I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, and stuff like that. Um, and apparently it gets crazy on um, uh, Nightmare Mode, because uh, apparently Xenomorphs have the ability to, like, smell your... Um, pheromones or you know whatever stuff like mm-hmm. that so like yeah if you ever hide like you, you you pretty much might as well just get caught and die because like you just got to be like constantly moving i'm just like what the fuck like i'm like 
I like that, like, tension, like, you know, in Resident Evil 2 and 3, where you have, like, Nemesis or the Tyrant and stuff like that. But I'm like, mm, maybe that's a little too much um, for now and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, the game is really good. Uh, it's very immersive. It takes place, I think, in an alternate timeline future where, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Ripley's daughter. Ripley's daughter. So, yeah. stuff like that. But uh, it's really fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, that, that was, like, nitpick criticism and stuff like that. But uh, other than that... Uh, voice acting is great. Um, environments are excellent. How many characters are there? Like, it's just her, and then do you have other characters? No, there are other characters. Um, so you come with like two other characters, and spoiler, you get separated pretty much immediately at the beginning. Isolation, of the game. isolation, oh. something like that. Um, and it's just funny because like you come across other characters, and it's just like, yeah, well, I'm the main character, and you're not, so I know I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> Uh, and you're not and uh, it really is interesting because like there's one time where I left the game running while I was like doing something and like I don't know if the alien is supposed to be in this area because like it felt like it's like oh this is like this is before I got to like the alien stuff and look but I saw him and I was like you're probably gonna kill me if I come out so I'm just gonna wait a little bit and my friend confirmed mm-hmm. it that had already played she's like yeah no if you don't get on like the train quick enough he'll, he'll just come and kill you and I'm just like that's cool like i appreciate that you know stuff like that so uh, i'm enjoying it i think i'm like a third of the way through i don't think it's like a long game or anything like that which okay. i'm enjoying but yeah well this is i'm um, assuming it's gonna be a lot better game than colonial marines <laughs> <laughs> which was uh yeah. which was canon for a little while yes uh, yeah and, you have your uh, oh yeah, you have your buddy randy brandy pitchard to, to thank for that yeah. Yeah. and I mean, there I, was I some news the about there was some news about randy pitchard <laughs> I think he stepped out, oh, yeah. right? Did, oh, did he? I didn't see any of that, actually. After, Speaking after of buddies, that. though, uh, my good personal friend Troy Baker did okay as as Bruce Banner in the Oh, Avengers okay. Team. Oh, good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nolan North less so as Iron Man. He was a little yeah. too over the top. Nolan North? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't report on this. Uh this is two weeks ago. Randy Pitchford is leaving Gearbox. Games to focus on Gearbox movies is still ahead of Gearbox overall. So, there you go. Hmm. Cool. Gearbox news. Fitting yep. it in. Fitting Good it job, in. Randy. The porn star magician, whatever. Porn star what magician. Did we, what did we call that? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, that cam girl's a magician. Cam girl oh, that's magician. that's what it was, cam girl magician or something. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's it keeping it going here. I have not played anything. I like I said. I well, to be fair, I have played the Can I Find a PS5 game, and I have not won yet. So we'll see. Rich quit. Uh, which is funny though. I told you about this, Tony. It's like um, they had them available today this morning, uh, and it, it never showed up as I could add the the bundle to my cart. But if you're on Chrome on a desktop, you could edit the the like the code and just force it to show you the add the cart in which people were doing and they were getting their PlayStation. So good for them. Hacker. But I did not have that ability to do so uh, until later, which then it was sold out by then. In any case, uh, yeah. So I don't really. I feel much. we made just out. I feel play. we made out though because we got we both got Xbox One. Uh... Series X. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's been it's been fine. I'm not complaining. There's no rush. Like if it's available, if I can get it, that's fine. I'm not gonna you know spend after after market prices. I did register on the PlayStation Direct thing where like, oh, you're interested in PlayStation? Would you like to get an email potentially? It's like, yeah, sure, why not? 
so we'll see. Uh, no, like again, no rush, but uh, it would be nice because I don't have a currently have a PlayStation or Xbox in the house. I do have a Switch. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Castle Crashers on that actually because my boys do like like that game. Yeah, that's perfect one. <laughs> yep, and um, Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, like. They love Cuphead, which they're terrible at. So <laughs> I told them that they can't beat the tutorial, they can't play it. So, <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, and then some more tribes of big card on the PC. So that's where I'm at right now. My gaming, my gaming life. Uh, moving on into the talking about hard games. Let's get into the news because we had a bit of a delay for Elden Ring, uh, and it is like a month, but. I don't, necessarily don't really feel it i don't feel like that was like ever coming when they said it was anyway yeah like january is such a like weird I, i'm pretty sure i talked about this but like january is such a weird month to launch something because it's like you're just a couple weeks out of christmas or the holiday shopping yeah. season whatever you want like nobody's really spending money in january really it's February mm-hmm. when things pick up again because it's like all right it's been like six weeks so Yep. Yeah, but they tweeted out, um, the Elden Ring team tweeted out saying uh, Elden Ring will now release on February 25th of 2022 uh, as the depth and strategic freedom of the game exceeded initial expectations. Thank you for your trust and patience. We look forward to seeing your experience in the game in the closed network test in November. So there is going to be mm-hmm. a way to play in November. I don't yeah, know if you I guys know sound, uh, or signed up for that, but that's going to be possible. But we will be getting it in February, and I appreciate them being transparent and saying, hey, this is what you know, this is what's going on. And again, I for some reason, I never really felt like that game was coming in January. So I was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. This is now in February. So that's cool. Uh, I am very curious about it. This is another one that, you know, isn't necessarily up my alley, just like Jim. But I am curious to see what it is because of the fantasy aspect and George R. R. Martin's involved. It's like, what is what is happening here? What is going on? So I, I gotta find, I gotta look at it at least and see what's what's going on. Um, and then we did we talked about a lot of fandom stuff in the movie cast with all of the TV and the movies, but they did talk a little bit about games. Talk. <laughs> and and they showed some new talk. new cinematic trailers. Uh, Mike, let's hear about the Gotham Knights trailer. I know that's your favorite. Well, so last year we had gameplay. We had a lot of gameplay. Mm-hmm. This year we don't have gameplay. We have a trailer that looks interesting. It's not a bad trailer. No, um, they went heavy on the Court of Owls in this game. For well, the tra- that was the, a- if you recall, that was the ARG leading up to the reveal of this. Mm-hmm. It was all Court of Owls stuff. Yeah. Um, well, everyone still thought this was going to be a sequel to Arkham Origins. From Montreal, um, but no. So we got that. We got the trailer. The trailer is fine, but to me, the fact that we had gameplay and now we don't this year, me sort of makes me double down on my theory that they did not like the initial reaction to what they showed, and they're reworking it more than initially. Oh, I'm sure they're getting um, crunched to hell. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. And the thing was, it's crazy, is that the gameplay. Was nothing to do with Court of Owls last year, and then the, no. and then the little teaser at the end was a Court of Owls thing, and now this is all just Court of Owls. It's like you know what? Let's just go all in on Court of Owls because everybody yeah, loves that. And that's what that's what there was. With, yeah, there's so much so much mixed messaging about this game. There really is. Um, you see you see the gameplay from before, and you talk 
then you see all these level indicators and you know they say oh you can drop damage. in and out co-op anytime damage numbers popping <laughs> yeah so drop in and out co-op at any time leads me to believe that you know there's not going to be any sort of curated specific character stuff in the game pretty much mm -hmm. wouldn't you think if you could be any character or they could go two player one player in any mission then it's not going to like some people would argue with me is like oh that doesn't matter they could still you know tell good stories but relative to the previous like stuff arkham stuff it's not it's not the same universe but there was a time and place for each character like if you were batman you were doing batman stuff and you know robin was somewhere you know or if you were catwoman there was a reason for that and the level and the story made it make sense but if you can drop in and out co-op like that at any time I kind of think the story's going to suffer for it. But again, who knows? Because that game shown last year might not be what's released anymore. Because yeah. there's no game and right now. And we don't have a release date or anything else. Just next a year, year now. Yeah. Which couldn't be anything. But I don't see it happening in the first half of the year. Especially if they didn't show a single like second of gameplay. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like... Like, we know pretty much the slate of Q1 2023 games. Like, if you're coming out and you're not, you don't have that release date already, like, fuck off. Like, fuck you, you're not, you're, you're just saying that. Um, because every company wants to rush things out because most companies have their fiscal years end March 31st. Mm -hmm. um, so we can already determine that this game pretty much can only come out April and forward. April and forward. So it's like, you're still not showing, like Mike is saying, you're still not showing gameplay. You showed us gameplay last year. Why Why aren't we getting gameplay now? And the biggest thing for me, <sighs> too, and this goes with Suicide Squad as well, but they didn't even talk about the game. Like, last year, they talked about the game with the developers afterwards. They had, like, discussions of what they were going to be doing and, and things like that. They didn't even do that. It was just like, here's a trailer and get ready because it's coming at some point. So that, to me, was the biggest I don't know. That was the most telling. I don't know if any of it was in-game. Some of it did look a little more janky than other parts of it, so maybe some of it was in-game. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm but... assuming I'm sure some of those... I'm sure using like, in-game engine, yeah. whatever, but like, I, don't, yeah. I don't give a shit about that. Like, Show me actual... You're not what controlling I'm the character, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Nope. Yeah, so, so that was... That again, was as a cinematic trailer, it was okay, but as... The thing as, is, I love Portal Owls, and I'm what this super is, excited for the Court of Owls storyline, but... That's another thing, too. Like, Court of Owls without Batman. Right, like, and that's the thing, is, but it's like, you're taking away... What, like, the new 52 storyline of Batman, like, that, that doesn't exist now if you're, if you're saying he's not... Like, he, they start off as he's dead, so... We'll see. Which, I doubt it. Of course, we don't believe completely, but still, yeah. like, I doubt he would, like, <laughs> be a major part of the game, though, for most of the story. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's that. That's Gotham Knights. Uh, but that wasn't the only thing they showed. They did show us a story trailer for the Suicide Squad, which is the same continuation or universe of the Arkham games. Yes. So what did we see um, there, Mike? So for that, we started out with a direct callback to the beginning of Arkham Asylum, which I liked. It's like, okay, if you're going to make this game, that doesn't make sense to be in the Arkhamverse compared to the other one which would have made more sense. I'm still convinced they fought back and forth about who would actually continue the Arkhamverse and who would make mm -hmm. their own game. 
And I think it might have switched since the premise of Gotham Knights seems like the end of Arkham Knight so much, so that it pretty much is. They probably switched back. Rocksteady's like, no, this is ours. Fuck you. Even though we said we wanted to do something different. So, they're doing something different, but bringing it back to Arkham. So, they, they did their nice little homage to the beginning of Arkham Asylum. Showed them in Arkham there for a little bit, and then have, and that's nothing to do with Arkham anymore right after that. Um, so, we get the Suicide Squad thing. It seems very familiar. Very much like, almost like it was meant to be a tie-in with the movie that just came out. Um... The only difference is now we finally got to see Justice League characters in-game, well, not in-game, in the cinematic, but their take on these characters that they're fighting. So we see more Superman, um, we see a bit of Flash, and Green Lantern was there, and I think that was Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman and Batman. Or, 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 no. No, we don't see Batman. Batman again would be... We see a back car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, I think, uh, again, just like this other the other game, we expect Batman to show up later, but he's supposed to be dead. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you take away from the true ending of Arkham Knight, whatever that means. Um, but still no gameplay. That's, that's the big thing. Um, so we don't, we don't even know what this game is, gameplay-wise, at this point. When they described it last year again, it sounded a little shooty, which is not encouraging. Um, but we don't know what it is. So, and that, now I told you my theory about how they probably fought back and forth about who continues the Arkham storyline. My theory with this game, since we've heard like there's cancellations and redos, and this was forever before it was revealed, I think they tried to make a Justice League game, realized they couldn't pull it off with the diverse powers that each of them had. So they're like, let's just make them bosses. So now they made all of the Justice League characters bosses, and you're just going to be generic shooty guys going up against Justice League bosses. Yeah, I think yeah. that's how this game came about, honestly. I think and, that there could be something interesting there, though. Because like, they, do, could like, be. they have could done be. good boss fights. So if you're talking about, like, hey, you're going to make boss fights, but now we're going to actually fight the Justice League, that sounds but interesting. They, but they, they haven't done good boss fights. I think there's a couple good boss fights. Like a couple, good boss out of fight. like a trilogy. I'm, I'm a saying that it's happened. <laughs> the gameplay hasn't lent itself to boss fights. And I and I, I accept that. I understand that. That's that's totally fine. But, this game but I'm just saying it doesn't totally doesn't different. instill me with confidence that. Yeah. It's like, no, oh, fair. we're gonna give you great boss fights. It's like, eh, you gave me like two, maybe. You know. Yeah. I guess. No, I, the, the thing for me is like. While Harley Quinn is a cool character and it's like fun, like do you really need I'm to be playing as her? Like I will no. say, like th- this doesn't have to do necessarily just with the games, but like the movies and whatever. Like the more I see of suicide, like anything Suicide Suicide Squad, anything branded Suicide Squad, the less I actually wind up caring about this. Like it's <laughs> it's not just the movies, although those are the biggest offenders because those get marketed to hell and back. Um, but the animated series, like the, the comics, like the game now. Well, Suicide like, Squad don't wouldn't a... even be a thing if it wasn't for Harley Quinn, right? And the, and so like Harley Quinn's front and center for this this team, yeah. but like she's she's fun as a side character, and like she's got quirky attitude and like neat gimmicks and stuff. But as a main character, I don't know if the focus on her is she can carry it. 
as well. Um, yeah. And we've seen that it's not it's not been successful in right. the movies and, and, and stuff. And plus, let's be honest. Do you do we actually expect any Justice League characters to actually die in this game? No, no, no of course not. Right? Like I would, I would be. Oh yeah, over the, yeah the game's called Suicide Kill, Squad kills the Justice League. Kill the Justice League. I would actually be. I would actually clap. I would give Roxetti a standing ovation if they actually had the balls to fucking kill multiple members of the Justice. League. I would be like. Yeah. Like, good job. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll kill a Green Lantern. Yeah, it's a joke. Like, no, no, no. no I, don't, I don't see any of the I mean, characters the, the, getting killed the, at all. To be fair, these are the people who wrote probably my favorite um, version of Joker's death. So, And they did that in their second game in the franchise. So it's not beyond the range of possibility that they would kill off someone. Um Unsuspectingly, surprisingly, but maybe, yeah, maybe Martian Manhunter yeah. gets killed. But, but th- this is going to what I what I hinted at in the the movie cast, where just like I hate this whole trope of like, oh, the good guys are you know under mind control or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, we, like we, we know nobody's we know gonna die. We know nobody's gonna die. Purple yeah. eyes. Yeah, and, and I guarantee, mm-hmm. like, I will bet with 99% confidence level that it's fucking Brainiac. Like, there's a point where, oh, like, this well, Transformer-looking... Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's, like, this Transformer motherfucking-looking drill alien thing. I'm like, that's <laughs> the thing from Revenge... Or, um, Dark of the Moon or whatever like that. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I know what's gonna happening. I've seen it in the cartoon series. I've seen mm-hmm. it in Justice League animated series. Yeah. I don't give a fuck anymore. I just don't give a fuck. Like, come up with something new, please. Fuck. Ugh. Yeah, and then what they're hoping for here is that you're getting to experience it and play it, I guess, is what makes it new and different. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm, I have um, hope that, you know, Rocksteady can put something fun together, but we'll see. I mean, I, I absolutely believe that this is not a 2022 game, that's for sure. Yeah, out of these two, I definitely feel this one has the more likelihood of being delayed again. Yeah. Yeah. So, and those are the two game, like big games from the DC fandom. They did show one other thing, which is a mobile game. It's they didn't even show it. It's they didn't even show it. They just like, yep. They just like, hey, here's something else. Uh, and that's it, DC fandom. Yeah. So, and I was hoping for Injustice Three announcement. I thought I read somewhere that Boone was going to be. He was there. Like he was there. He was at the fandom, but he was talking about the movie. He was not talking about the games. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so that's DC. We did have uh, one more thing on our news here, which was the Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack launching next week. Yep. What's yeah, that so, about? This, so this was interesting because uh, they dropped this at the end of the Animal Crossing Direct that happened last week. And just to recap that, cause, uh, I don't know you guys play that, but mm-hmm. they're doing the final free DLC update to that game coming November 5th, I think, or something like that. But they're also doing a paid $25 substantial dlc which which actually looks like it's a lot of things that people wanted quality of life wise and new content wise uh and it's also dropping the same day and at the end of this direct they're like and also if you don't want to pay the 25 dollars just to get the dlc you can get it included as part of the nintendo switch online plus expansion pack service and they gave pricing details <clears throat> so just on the onset again to set expectations. So you can continue doing the regular Nintendo Switch Online, $20 a year for single, $35 for Family Pass, if you just want to play online and have access to NES and SNES games and whatever 
uh, 99 titles they came up with, Tetris and Pac-Man. Um, but if you want the N64, if you want Genesis, and now Animal Crossing DLC, you can get all of that for the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack, which is $49.99 a year for the individual and $79.99 for the family pack. Uh, mm. So that ruffled some internet feathers uh, because I, I don't think people were anticipating it, first of all. But also the price was higher than most people expected because they're like, oh, just maybe 10 or 20 bucks. And it's like essentially doubling, uh, a little bit more than doubling in the U.S. anyway and stuff like that. But they're giving you pretty substantial DLC. Like the DLC would cost $25 right off the bat. So it's like right. if you had any hopes of picking that up, I mean, you might as well just sub for a year. You don't retain it, the DLC, after you unsubscribe. But, I mean, most people only played for a year and then, you know, kind of dipped for mm-hmm. a little while and stuff like that but um yeah it's an interesting in my opinion uh move for nintendo to do because we've talked about it and actually added a bit of news about game pass but so microsoft's whole thing is they can't really compete with nintendo or sony on a first party uh title perspective you know at least 99 percent exclusive right, yeah exclusive like, they don't seem to care about that <clears throat> so their, their game pass thing is like hey well you can get all that and plus this third party content stuff um for one low low price yeah exactly yeah. uh but you know nintendo and to a lesser extent sony like they can sell 10 million copies of mario zelda um god of war horizon, um, horizon yeah. easily snap mm-hmm. of the fingers so it's, it doesn't make sense to give that away even if you're paying 100 bucks a year like they, like, like you buy two titles, they make more money yeah. off of that than your, your yearly subscription. Right. Uh, so their goal is they want to sell you a subscription on top of the games and stuff like that. So it's interesting that <clears throat> maybe Nintendo is going to give you the DLC for the subscription price, get you to buy the game, but will give you all the DLC for free. And mm-hmm. I think what, what kind of took the wind out of some people's sales is like, it's just the Animal Crossing DLC. Because it's like, well, if you didn't want Animal Crossing at all. Like, you don't even have the game. It's like, oh, I'm paying... Like, all of a sudden, I'm paying extra for DLC that I don't want. But if they had, like, announced, like, hey, we're, like, next year, because, like, Splatoon 3 is coming out, it's like, <clears throat> you'll get the Splatoon 3 DLC when that, you know, comes available. Or, you know, even go backwards. Like, hey, like, you get the Smash Brothers um, fighter packs yeah. for free or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I think that would have helped um, show what you're getting, like, both here now, but also, like, in the future, because a lot of people are just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the value that you're... Right. You know. Right. So. Yeah, no, I, that, I'm surprised that that wasn't the case, because it did sound like, we were saying, like, Game Pass is such a good deal for people that, yeah. you know, are kind of jumping from game to game, and, you know, you just Love get it. a whole library of stuff, right, you know, mm-hmm. just right there. Uh, and then you have Sony, where it's so, like, for me, I'm looking for PlayStation 5, because I want to, play, to be able to play the exclusives. Yep. And so... I know I can play a lot of the Game Pass games on the computer, so I don't necessarily care to get the Xbox Series X as much as the PlayStation 5. And then, yeah, with with Nintendo, that would have been really neat to be like, hey, we're going to you know increase the price, you can get all this stuff, which is great for nostalgia purposes, but in the future, like, if you buy our game, you do not have to worry about DLC. I think that would have been an amazing you know step forward, and I think this, this is that step, but it's not like the full step that we wanted. It's kind of just like a little tease. It's like, eh, yeah, you know, here's a little teaser of what you could be, what you could yeah. be doing. And, and it's a shame because I think if they had they had done like, hey, like they start up, like, hey, you can get this Animal Crossing DLC included with your Nintendo Switch Expansion Plus, yeah. you know, membership now. 
And also, you know, go go back. Be like, whatever title is between, you know, today right. and 2017. Like, Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC. Like, I really doubt mm-hmm. that DLC is being sold as much as it was when it came out two years ago. Right? Man, like, Xenoblade DLC? That yeah, the Z- awesome. yeah, Xenoblade DLC. Is, like, I mean, that, that's a whole game in itself. Like, that could have, that would have been essentially the closest thing to, like, a virtual game, stuff like that. But, like, Fire Emblem, um, Luigi's Man, like, they had all this, like, DLC, and it's like, you know, they're not at that level where, like, they've, you know, plan all this stuff out yet because, you know, they didn't right. adopt these kind of things until the Switch was successful. So I expect some growing pains, but I do think it, if they continue to morph that a little bit and we see, like, hey, you know, like, you know that now you're going to get Nintendo DLC for a year when you sign up for the thing. Um, because, like, if they, let's just say they had announced this stuff, you know, two years ago with the Smash Pass, I think the reaction would have drastically changed. Yeah. Because people yeah, have been like, absolutely. Smash Brothers? Like, hell yeah, I'll take the next year of Smash Brothers characters included in the subscription price. Because it's not like you can play the fucking game online without it anyway. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. there you go. Um, and stuff like that. But, uh, I, I, you know, despite the, the price, you know, um, I think it's still worth a deal. And especially they're really generous with the family plan. I mean, you can share well, that. That's the other thing. Yeah, you can get a bunch of people to get in on it together. So right. that's great. Yeah, exactly. And stuff like that. And then... I mean, the other thing is, people don't like to talk about this, but things cost money, you know? So if you want to see more games on... And things uh, get more expensive, not less expensive. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. It's like, you know, uh, if you want to see... Inflation's a thing. Who knew? Right. Because... Not for games. It's unfortunate because, uh, well, Nintendo games, I would argue. I would argue that. But uh, inflation is still a thing. It's just like people are losing money now instead right. of like because the price hasn't yeah. changed. Um, so it's just really weird because people want more games. But the thing is, like with like NES Online and the Super Nintendo Online, Nintendo for the most part has given out ninety five percent of their catalog. So those systems, unless they can get third party content, um, you're not going to see that. Like that's why you're not seeing the Mega Man games. That's why you're not seeing like Final Fantasy games. Because Capcom and Square Enix know that they can release those on their own and make money. You know, Final, mm. like Square just re- did those pixel remasters and are selling them for like fifteen dollars a piece. Why well, they fucking let them let Nintendo give it to you for free for a twenty like a slice of a twenty dollar per year subscription fee? Like it just right. it doesn't make sense. So if you want to see more stuff like that on the service, Nintendo has to pay those people mm. more money. And you know. Twenty dollars or fifty dollars, you know that's a bigger pie this year and stuff like that. So we'll see if it plays out. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's growing though. That's at least a step forward in in an interesting direction, and I'm appreciative of what they're offering so far. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely and, worth it. It's definitely yeah. like and, something that's there's value there still. Right, and I have high hopes, especially. And I know I talked about when they first announced, but like the fact that Rare is on board, you know, Microsoft slash Rare, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think is really really good um, because you know yeah, see. Soft titles on Switch too is amazing. Yeah, so. yeah. So, uh, gotta you know have fingers crossed for that and hope that the first year they can really prove people like, you know, uh, I don't know about Golden. I think that's like the pie in the sky, like Hail Mary kind of thing. Yeah. But even if we get like Diddy Kong Racing and Perfect Dark, like that'd be pretty good too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that'll do it for the GameCast. Uh, again, you guys can email us. I don't know. We had MPD. We had uh, MPD really oh, MPD. Oh, and go game, for it. Uh, game pass number. Oh, geez, yeah. I didn't even see any of this stuff, guys. You have to cut me off. <laughs> yeah, Here, a, you take over. I'll, I'll be right back. Sure. <laughs> uh, so let's see. See of the market. Hardware was once again a primary driver of spending gains in September, 
increasing 49% compared to a year ago. Uh, mobile and subscription offset declines across other segments to keep content spending flat versus a year ago. Uh, let's see. So uh, for the hardware, PlayStation 5 was the best-selling hardware platform of September in both dollars and units. Uh, PlayStation 5 is the best-selling hardware platform of 2021 year-to-date in dollars, while Nintendo Switch still leads in units. Uh, this ends the remarkable 33 consecutive month streak that Nintendo Switch was the market's leading platform in hardware unit sales. Uh, November 2018 was the last month a platform other than Nintendo Switch led the market in unit sales, which was the PlayStation 4 for that month. Software, Madden NFL repeated as the best-selling game of the month, and now ranks as the number two best-selling game of 2021 year-to-date, and the fourth best-selling title of the 12-month period ending uh, September 2021. Uh, Tales of Arise set a new launch month, a dollar record for any Tales of franchise, and the fourth best-selling game of the month. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors launches the number 10 best-selling game and generate the highest launch dollars uh, for any Life is Strange title to date. And WarioWare debuted as the 15th best-selling game and um, achieved the highest launch month sales for a WarioWare title since Smooth Moves back in 2007. Um, so looking at this, we have some notable, uh, new entries. It was a big month. FIFA 22 is number two. NBA 2K22 was number three. Tales of Arise, number four. Diablo 2 resurrected at number five. Number six was Deathloop. Uh, number 10 was Life is Strange True Colors. Uh, 12 was Diablo Prime Evil Collection. Number 13 was Sonic Colors Ultimate. 15 was Wario War. And unfortunately, Lost Judgment. Nowhere to be found. Mm. So I'm wondering. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And it really sucks too because fucking Sonic Colors, which we talked about, that port being notoriously shitty, like multiple YouTubers and streamers have posted videos of how bad it is. Like it still ranks, and I'm just like, hmm. you know. Is Deathloop the only exclusive next gen game that yes. made it? Yes. Yep. Good for them. Yeah, that's uh, again PlayStation. I'm uh, I'm trying to find one, not Russian, but like they're just selling as fast as they make them. So like, it's crazy. A year later, I mean, I never would have imagined a year later that this would would still be like if you don't get on top of it in the first ten minutes, you're not getting. Yeah, but that's it for NPD. Uh, Otherwise, looking pretty strong. And then the other thing I put there really quick was that. um, Xbox Game Pass uh, subscriptions missed Microsoft's internal target. Um, so for the 12-month period that ended on June 30th, which is a while ago, but we just get reports of it, you know, in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox Game Pass subscriber growth was up 37%, which sounds impressive, but the company had set a 48% growth goal. Um, so, hmm. yeah, it's a, I'm, I don't know what that means for them because it just seems like how do they just keep giving these games to people for, to play for free it's it feels like for free but like you are paying for it obviously uh but yeah it's they keep coming out with deals for game pass and yeah. stuff so i'm curious how that model works i think that i heard that they give the developers like a flat sum for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time so now i don't know what that really means as far as what might they got to make it worth it. it though for them, they you know, it's got to be pretty big if it's, you know. Sure. But uh, oh, hey, there was something I mean, else. It got it got eyes on Avengers, uh, 
And just yeah. finally people playing it. Hey, guess what? Maybe who who is it? Is it Crystal Dynamics? Yeah. Yeah. They should seriously consider. They want to be predatory. They need to talk to Sony. They say Spider Man can be free on PlayStation and paid on Xbox. <laughs> Sony wouldn't would go for it. it. Like, I'm sure Crystal Dynamics was like, please, yeah. please, please. They would, they would, yeah, because um, I, I have to imagine the vast, vast majority of their player base is playing this game on Game Pass now. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I mean, the first month was expected because, I mean, you know, you had, you went from, you know, practically nobody to a whole, you know, yeah. plethora yeah. of people that were just How like, many oh, subscribers they have. Yeah. yeah. They have 60 million subscribers, you know, 1% of that, so... But like there was actually something else with Xbox. They they announced that they're gonna have like on November fifteenth a big twentieth anniversary celebration for Xbox and Halo. Yeah, it was really interesting and... the wording because I think they said like don't expect any new yeah. Game news no, that's what I was like gonna that. get to. It's like we're gonna do this whole event, but we're just gonna talk about the past, not the future, because there is no games for the future, guys. It's just let's just reminisce. So, yep, there's that. It's such a shame. Halo is supposedly coming out in like a month and a half, but no, there's. And I mean, the Halo console—you got a free download of the uh, Halo Infinite game. Oh, free download but... of nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, what are we getting? <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, yeah, uh, it's unfortunate because they just—they got to figure out their content thing, and and this is this is what I'm talking about because I remember even you know Jim, and unfortunately he's not here to defend himself. But like over the years, you know, <laughs> over the years, every time Microsoft is like buying out companies. Like, it's like, oh, you know, more content, more content. I'm just like, it's been years, dude. It's been years. It's been yeah. an entire generation. And we still have content issues on the Xbox platform. Like, why? What is so hard about this? Like, why can Nintendo and Microsoft, or uh, Nintendo and Sony do this? And Microsoft is like, hmm, you get your, your bi-yearly Forza. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. And that's it's really all they have, right, is Forza and maybe now Flight Simulator. <laughs> it's like... No. What else is exclusive? Yeah, yeah Halo. Soon we're, soon we're gonna get um, Starfield, I guess. Soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. soon. But one day, one day, one just day. like we got Scalebound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, that, so that that should uh, wrap us up here, guys. Um, <laughs> Ending on a bad note. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a celebration <laughs> of the twenty uh, the twentieth year anniversary. <laughs> twenty years of Xbox is pretty crazy. Like I remember, I remember creating my first gamer tag and unfortunately i don't have that gamer tag anymore yeah because uh, I, I i named it jesus yeah. oh i forgot about <laughs> that i got i still have my old like i never changed my like logo thing so i have one of those tiny like 360 like things nice. for my look like avatar picture or whatever <laughs> i don't so even know what happened so to my gamer tag it just got got taken away or something but hmm. Anyway, 20 years. It's pretty crazy. Um, so, in any case, that'll do it for 567. Thank you for listening. We do have an email. You can email us at allyoucangeek at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and uh, check out the YouTube channel. We have our videos up there of the podcasts, as well as on our any podcasting location you get your podcast from. I'm sure you can find it. So, with that, we are out. <laughs>